I am very excited and delighted to tell you that your chronic illness ally is once again enrolling. If you're new around here, your chronic illness ally is the supportive home, the program, the community and the coaching space for you to learn how to reframe the role that your chronic illness plays in your life. It guides you off of that conveyor belt of constantly trying to fix and heal your chronic illness and teaches you how to tap into the wisdom of your body that's being communicated via your chronic illness so that you can channel it, channel that wisdom, channel that intelligence into living the big, beautiful life you dream about. If you enjoy this podcast, you will certainly love your chronic illness ally. There is a link to it in the show notes, but let me tell you, the funnest way to learn more about it is to do my quiz. And once you've done that, pop your email in at the end to learn more. And then sit back as I help you explore your unique support style, which will help you make an informed choice about whether your chronic illness ally is a hell yes fit for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Reframing Chronic Illness podcast, the place to listen to and think about the bigger picture of living with a chronic illness. Moving away from the fix, reject, resist narrative, you'll find conversations about how your chronic illness can be a force for good in your life, your superpower even, and discussions about its potential to guide you towards a more aligned way of living and healing. I'm Alana Holloway, chronic illness coach and I honestly cannot wait for you to listen to the conversation I had with Sasha. I I came to the conclusion a couple of about a year ago that you know what if my weaknesses are actually my superpowers <clears throat> the things I kind of like denigrate and like like really put myself down for and you know regard myself as as a failure about what if there's a way I could, a lens that I could view them through that allowed me to do the things and have the life that I want to, to have and, or live more of the life that I want to live? Sasha has been sharing her words with us since the beginning of 2020. And although she's been writing in some form since the age of eight, she only started calling herself a writer last year a rebellious act against her self-doubting nature. 
She's an avid journaler and lover of words who wants to use them to challenge the negative narratives that women can have about themselves. She does this through what she calls her reminders, and I love that name. They are little notes of thought dotted around the internet to remind women, including herself, of what has always been there, the core things within us that light us up and guide us towards the lives we want to live. Also, the things that can be shrouded by responsibility and shoulds, ingrained narratives and self-doubt. We connect on many levels and I think they're perhaps all rooted in making moves towards finding our own way in life and using what would be perceived in mainstream society as disadvantages as our superpowers. If you feel connected to the conversations and topics that are discussed on this podcast and want to explore how you can embrace your chronic illness as your partner in life, head over to my website, alanaholloway.com and check out my one-to-one coaching offer. Hi, Sasha. Um, Hello. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Um, I've been following you and admiring your words for, I can't, I'm saying it's a year and a half, two years with that tally. Yeah, that would be about right. Mm. Yeah, and I just, you speak to my heart every time I read something you write. So thank you for that. (laughs) And Thanks thank for joining you, me. Friend. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, oh. really, I love having podcast conversations. I love podcast conversations. I love the conversations that happen in my DMs. And I'm, I'm yeah, I'm I I'm just a talker. I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know I was settling in for this evening and I was like, now we're getting into the winter seasons. I'm sitting yeah. here with my blanket and I was like, I made some shortbread yesterday. I was like, do you know, I really, if I didn't make the noise eating the shortbread, I would love to bring that on. And just these podcast conversations are just lovely ways to capture chats, really. Yeah. I like, and I love that feeling. And I was actually listening to an episode of yours about, I mean, Revelation, Embers. I did not ever realise October oh no November don't say October don't lead with October we get September and then we kind of mumble October and then we go November December yeah and I was like put me by a fire I need a fire yeah it's like but your your journaling workshop sounds sounds brilliant I think this episode will be out after that but I'm I'm sure that's not going to be the last so no I'm I'm really excited about it and um yeah I think it's it's got legs I think it might I already think it might make a return next year in some form Mm. so it Mm. feels like the right kind of time and there's the appetite and the energy or dare I say lack thereof that feels Mm -hmm. right for something like that workshop yes yes honoring that lack lack of oh I love that I love that and so to kick off I would love to talk to you about something that is I suppose the force behind a lot of what you do and when I talk about living with a chronic illness so I like to look at the wider picture of that and and how Mm. that kind of weaves its way into your life and a lot of that is to do with the kind of what I almost describe as the fallout of living with this thing yeah um and that can 
start working its way into things like self-worth, self-doubt, confidence, et cetera, et cetera. And self-doubt, doing through self-doubt is something that mm. I've seen you write about, you know, a few times. And I'd love to hear more about your thoughts behind that. I think... Um... I came to the conclusion a little while ago and it's it's nothing new and novel I don't think I write I don't think many people write new and novel things we may mm. just write for different audiences who haven't heard certain things before and we might write them in new ways and in our own ways but I I came to the conclusion a couple of about a year ago that you know, what if my weaknesses are actually my superpowers? Mm. The things I kind of like denigrate and like, like really put myself down for and, you know, regard myself as, as a failure about what if there's a way I could, a lens that I could view them through that allowed me to do the things and have the life that I want to, to have and, or live more of the life that I want to live. And so for me, doubt has always been a massive, massive thing. I think it's a byproduct of growing up as a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. um, um, and so if there was any element of doubt, I wouldn't go for the, go for the thing. And it's funny because when I was a kid, I, I think I was actually quite forward. And it wasn't until certain events and potentially a feeling like the world was telling me you have to be 100% or don't try that I just started to kind of like shrink and shrink and shrink and not go for things anymore mm -hmm. um and I just got to the point where I'd, I'd had enough I'd had enough of <laughs> um wanting things and kind of stopping myself before I even got to the start line talking mm -hmm. myself out of things and I just thought I can't do life like this anymore um and so I just started to think about doing through the doubt. Like that doesn't mean it's not there anymore, but that also doesn't mean that every, everything's off the table and you can't do anything because otherwise that's just existing. And yeah. I did not come here to live this life to just exist. Yeah, <laughs> I've got, th yeah. I've got yeah. things I want to do and doubt you better strap yourself in because we've got places <laughs> that we're going. <laughs> oh that is I gave me tingles actually listening to you say that because that moment of I can't do this anymore I can't take myself out of the race I can't have this I kind of call it the one day file have this one day mm. file that I mm -hmm. open the door of and close quickly just to put stuff yeah. in but I never look at it because actually it feels too big yeah. Yes. Because you've put so many things in there yes. that there's like a thousand one days in there. And it's like, <laughs> and you then you sit there asking yourself, okay, so when is one day right. for any right. of these things? And if I open the drawer, then I have to deal with everything and it's all overwhelming. Yes. Yes. And it's, it just looks at you, doesn't it? It's like this a thousand one days. I love that. And something you, oh, well, a podcast actually that you recorded life is happening whilst you're busy waiting your turn mm -hmm. and this speaks to that or that speaks to this so so much I think and I think I, I saw myself in when I was in the real kind of throes of living with my chronic illness and mm. 
I kind of saw myself like, am I ever going to get to live these one days? Am I ever going to live that, get to live that life? And the longer you don't do it, the more evidence you have to back up that you never will. And I wonder, did you have, can you remember the day that you thought no more? I think I've had several of those mm. days because that's part of the thing of dealing with and living with doubt. Like I can have a day where I can say, <laughs> come on doubt, strap yourself in because we're going places. Mm. And then 24 hours later, I'll be like, oh my gosh, oh, oh, <laughs> oh wait, can't do anything, can't go anywhere. I don't know what I was thinking before. I don't recognize that person. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, and I think it's kind of like, it's a cycle. It's a recurrent thing. It, it it is going to come back but maybe I can try and quieten it or maybe mm -hmm. I can try and create evidence to prove what I know are essentially false narratives that I've just been reading I've been reading those stories for so long that they feel so strong and powerful um but every time I I do something and I try it because regardless of like you know win lose draw um or lesson at least I've I've tried um mm -hmm. and that is the win for me um so I don't think there was one particular day but I guess there have been a few points you could say when I signed up to work with Nicola Ray Wickham and rocked mm -hmm. up with an idea to create a candle brand and an Instagram handle that's all I had <laughs> that was one of my yeah. stakes in the ground of this this ends today or something ends today yeah um it was starting the Instagram account and you know I, I I wrote something yesterday where I said you know I wasn't writing anywhere apart from Instagram but I was writing so that mm -hmm. made me a writer mm. um and I guess it's not kind of tearing yourself down thinking oh well I'm, I'm not writing big manuscripts and <laughs> or, or I don't have a publishing deal if you have a pen in your hand and you're writing you're a writer mm. um so there were days like that and I think when, when I was on furlough this year and I did my first journaling workshop I didn't know how long I was going to be on furlough for and I thought this is an opportunity here this is time that I'm I don't know how long it's going to last I'm never going to get it again this is the moment and I think sometimes a lot of those no more or trying taking a new step in a different direction type moments have come from having a deadline because I'm quite big on I think I respond very well to outer accountability and deadlines yeah. Yeah. um so knowing that oh well this could be three weeks who knows okay well if I'm going to do it just go just just try mm -hmm. it um I think those are examples of those no more or at least let's try moments mm. Mm. that let's try I love that and I too am someone who responds to kind of external motivation outer accountability um and I'm trying to kind of build more kind of intrinsic internal motivation at least and how are you doing that how am I doing that? Oh, it it's weird because it kind of it it ends up being being something that brings in some external, if you know what I mean. So I do. Plan, I used to hate planning, like with a passion. Mm. I thought 
and this was down to living with a chronic illness I thought I'm not a person who can plan my life because mm. I wake up one mm-hmm. day as, mm-hmm. as you said actually you know one day you're thinking strap in the next day you're thinking who is that person and and that kind of like up and down and I don't know who I am oh I don't know how I'm going to feel one day to the yeah. next meant yeah. I can't plan my life but actually working with a therapist and and when she first mentioned planning I was like oh no no no. are we we a good fit we don't do that here yeah Yeah. but like bit by bit I found myself I and it was let's try I had that kind of like attitude of let's try and took to an excel spreadsheet after a week or two that just didn't work it was too much discovered Trello and I was like oh hello what are you um and and I mean I don't you know I don't do it kind of religiously but I try to do it every week I try to you know plan and and when I do I feel so like accomplished and and then that is my kind of internal motivation or accountability put on paper quote Mm. unquote um made external so I suppose I'm kind of like no I really I do get that because sometimes I question a lot of the 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 data around us and the labels because sometimes Mm -hmm. I think they can be quite limiting yeah but there's one framework thought framework that I again I really respond to and that's Gretchen Rubin's four (laughs) tendency yes I was gonna speak to you about this and I knew it you knew I was gonna bring it up (laughs) um so I'm an obliger I actually think ah. I'm I'm I've been in various points of severe obliger rebellion over the last year and a half. I'm right. still in it now. I'm going I'm going through some things, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm an obliger, and so I respond very well to external motivation or expectation, but not really intrinsically. So the way, but the way I use that data, I like. I like data and labels and information that helps me to work with myself rather than say, oh, don't, don't do that. That's not for you. That's, that's not your type. You know, I I don't respond very well to that. Um, And, but with the whole obliger thing, I use it so that I can, I can do the things and bring to life the things I want to do, but I put kind of like an external motivator or expectation there. So I might, throw something out on Instagram and say I'm doing a thing on this day I've uh-huh. not planned it yet <laughs> but I know it's a thing I want to do and yeah. even if there's no proper person like holding a timesheet or a checklist and like got eyes on me it's just that feeling that there's yeah. eyes on me yeah. I like the idea of things that help you to do the things you want to do anyway but help you to work with yourself yes yes I I love that and I love how you said about the labels being how how labels can be both kind of helpful and unhelpful and talking of social media posts there are so many which kind of give you a label or or talk to your label and then it stops and it's like but but what do I do with that like you've just told me (laughs) I'm say for instance I've got anxiety so I will feel like this okay thanks but like thanks now what yeah now what (laughs) right and it's like and I just see this huge like pit of 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 people saying yes I feel like that and yeah we all feel like that so let's just all feel like that together but but then what do you do with it like where do you go are you just going to stay feeling like that or you know and yeah labels just can't mm. I I get you they're both useful and not useful I remember 
in the very first lockdown last year, my I had a smart watch, one of those mm. like a Fitbit thing, and it broke. And I think I I think I replaced it after a while, but I don't even use it anymore because I just started to become quite aware of. I think it's a lot of external data that I don't actually necessarily need mm-hmm. that then impresses on me how I think I should feel based on the data it's giving me. So yes. it might say, you've had five and a half hours sleep. You must be. So then I would act tired oh. I've only had five and a half hours sleep. But have you ever had five hours sleep and you feel so alert and awake and then you'll have like eight hours and you feel like oh my gosh I'm a sloth leave me alone I just want to sleep like (laughs) I'll fiddle with the ratio there a bit like mine's eight hours I feel great ten hours I'm like oh am I hungover yeah (laughs) yeah but like but, yeah. sometimes I think we just need to like take a bit of a stand against all of this onslaught of data and be like okay yeah you're giving me a number but Am I responding to the number or am I responding right. to how I actually feel in my body today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How do I feel? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and something that you said about, um, you know, how do you feel and giving yourself permission to live the life you want to live and mm. do the things you want to do. It's, yeah. it's, it's that checking in with yourself and, okay, yeah, you may have been given this label, you may have been given this data but mm. is and is that going to affect then the way you you move forward and the way you kind of think about the way you want to live your life is that your thoughts or is it not you know it's like yeah, yeah. yeah I definitely I definitely do do get that that's why I think that's why I love journaling as mm. as a practice I view it now as a practice similarly I guess to a yoga practice because mm-hmm. I really like the, I just like the word practice because that to me is um firstly it it turns completely away from the productivity and idea of getting better because Mm -hmm. I think we always like to be getting better at things and become experts at things it's just something that's very based in the present based in how I feel at the moment and it's just an ongoing practice every time you come to it you bring something new or you'll bring certain ideas and stuff with you and I like it as a as my regular I won't necessarily say daily but I like it Mm. as my regular check-in to say the world says this Mm. but what do you say today Mm. um and to kind of quieten all of the stuff outside whether it's newspapers online feeds social media um what how the world says I should work what like you know and just kind of listening to myself and let myself take the lead a little bit more because I think that's where you that's where the whole a lot of the self-doubt thing comes in because you think because I know for me I think I'm I feel like I operate differently to everybody else (laughs) and and it it makes it's made me question myself for a lot of years yeah um and actually I'm now turning it around and I'm like Instead of questioning myself, I think I'm just going to start asking some questions of the system. System, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, because I'm sure they would love for me to just stay operating in this kind of self-doubty place where I never listen into myself. Right. And I always think I need to work five days a week and I need to do this and I need to do that. And I should and I should and I should. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I've, and I find myself becoming so much more of a rebel the more I question every single should. And I actually think I don't necessarily think the self-doubt is as strong as I thought it was. I was just trying to adhere to rules that didn't fit me. Right. Um, and weren't my own. Right. Oh, so much to say. But oh, <laughs> I don't oh. So I am going back to Gretchen Rubin, I'm a questioner slash a little ah, bit of rebel. Okay. And that kind of and actually my rebellious side is is something that I have kept hidden for Ooh. since I was a teenager I think <clears throat> since okay. I was a teenager because I went through a bit of a um rebellious stage of being a teenager but very you know so much kind of bad cloud just put over it and yeah. so I thought okay that's obviously a bad thing to be yes got you. and I mm-hmm. and I kind of kept it hidden and then and then in this past kind of couple of years I've been saying hello to that rebel and letting her out a bit and for my this is obviously no scientific backing whatsoever but my uh, chronic illness is a skin condition and it's very red and angry and like some, I, I always kind of think of it as something wants to come out of me you know yeah. and and it's not being allowed to and mm. and kind of acknowledging my rebel my inner rebel maybe you know it's just so well healing actually acknowledging these parts of you you know yep I wrote something in in my journal and I know I want to make more of it somewhere but actually I think I've said it on a podcast it's when you allow yourself to feel your feelings particularly the ones that you're told are not becoming um, (laughs) don't belong in in mainstream society like Mm. um, they're not welcome here that's not very ladylike (laughs) when you allow yourself to feel your feelings channeled in the right way eventually it leads to freedom and Mm. so I I no longer fear yeah I no longer fear the rebel side coming out of me because I was like the good girl at school I'm an obliger in my natural character um Mm -hmm. I was a I was a perfectionist and there was no space for rebel rebellion in all of that what do you mean absolutely Mm -hmm. not and and rebels didn't get anywhere rebels had a bad rap Um, right it was the people who played by the rules and played Mm -hmm. the game like you got all of that's how you reaped the rewards in in life that's what I grew up thinking um and now it's very interesting because I think you might agree I find myself saying hi rebel nice to meet you yes 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 (laughs) yes yes. and that freedom and that it flips it on its head because actually you're like "Hang, hang on a minute is it actually being who I am in all of my parts mm-hmm. and ways mm-hmm. that actually leads to the you know if we want to look at it like this but quote-unquote success that leads to the happiness that leads to the joy that leads to living life like fully and yep. and it's I wrote something today about how we are afraid to accept the parts of ourselves that we see as being other perhaps because we then believe that we won't be able to live a quote-unquote normal life but how every single person is thinking that about themselves like in oh one way God. or another yep 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 and so th- then this just is what makes me sit and think hang on I don't 
now I'm actually thinking about it. I don't agree with half of these rules and half of these systems. And I'm pretty sure that Twitter tells me on a daily basis that everybody <laughs> else on my feed doesn't either. But yet right. everybody else is adhering to all the rules and playing the games. What's happening here? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Why are we playing this game? I don't understand. No one wants to play it. We all hate the rules, but we keep on doing it. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. It, yes. It's like you have me. Oh, you want this like conversation with everyone at the same time where you all kind of go look at each other and you're like, what, what? And do we agree? Right. Let's all agree and just break this. Let's all agree that we don't agree with this. Let's all agree that we don't agree. Yes. Break the system, break the internet, break whatever. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And so, I don't know, there's a whole load of really interesting thoughts that I'm, I'm having and I have been having in the last year and I'm really learning, or maybe that should be unlearning, Mm -hmm. but there really was no need for me to spend so much time suppressing Mm -hmm. what I thought were maybe the bad sides of me Um, and even suppressing the ideas of failure and things which I think is where I guess the self-doubt will become even more pronounced Mm -hmm. because uh, you can't fail no one can be seen failing and I think that's why a lot of what I write tends to resonate with people because I'm quite open about Mm -hmm. about things I failed in things I've tried this is an experiment um I've got a whole load of doubt around this um I don't don't, I'm I'm, I try and make the behind the scenes of of creating this community around Frank and Fuel and building this creative business, I tried to make the behind the scenes, the actual scenes, because I don't yeah. think you see it often enough. Right. Um, yeah. It's always like, oh, so I Ta-da. had this idea and here it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've got a skill of, of showing that you're learning, but you're also teaching at the same time. It's like, it just happens simultaneously. And I'm like, I, I can read from her what she's writing, that this is a lesson for her but I've learned so much from that. <laughs> it's like That's very cool because I make a very significant point of always saying, I'm no teacher. Right. I'm no teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I'm I think like, wow. There's, even, there's freedom in that actually because yeah. I think with a lot, of, a lot of us who maybe choose to want to live differently or just to not suppress the things that we want and the desires we have, um, there's freedom in being able to say, I'm trying something new. I'm not an expert because mm-hmm. I think the internet and social media has made us believe that we have to be experts in order to, to do anything, yeah. in order mm-hmm. to even start, which again brings to like perfectionism yeah. uh, and it perfectionism in productivity. And then again, would bring up the ugly head for me of my self-doubt and be like, oh, well, yeah. I can't start because I'm not perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that perfection and that finish, that kind of complete, it's like I've been um, writing about life with a chronic illness at the moment and it's, mm-hmm. and I've been putting it on my blog and so much of the work that I suppose I have done in the past, I've always felt like I've needed to have a conclusion and an ending and advice oh. or something, right? Oh. A learning. Yeah. And I'm just allowing myself to like write a bit not let it be the complete story, not let it be, and this is what I learned from this experience. It's literally just how I feel right now, or it's what's going through my head right now. 
the freedom. The freedom of not having all the answers and not, and I think that's something I'm looking forward to bringing to, to the workshop, um, the Embers workshop, because we typically, we do get quite reflective around mm-hmm. the end of a year. And mm. I think that we like to tie things up in neat little bows <laughs> and like, you know, and be like, okay, and that was 2021. <laughs> yes. Wipe the slate clean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's not necessarily how life is. And I think there's a freedom in being able to say, this is where I'm at. I don't have any answers. I'm just living and going and growing through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And it's lovely if you kind of want to be witness to that, or it's lovely if you want to come along with me or thank you for like just being here with me sometimes, you know, it's because it can be like self-development and self-growth can be such a, it can be such a lonely journey but it also has the potential to be such a connecting one and like heartwarming yeah and just I mean sometimes I do do things and I think bloody hell this life is amazing like the learnings that you can get you know and the kind of things that sometimes go through my head I'm like what a privilege to be able to live this life in so many ways even Mm -hmm. I know, in fact, especially because mm-hmm. of all the things that one might deem mm-hmm. as negative or bad or yep. less than or whatever, you know? Yeah, I really do. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, something we recently had a mutual kind of about was um, the idea of permission slips and... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and it seems like it's a trend recently I don't know of is it I don't know it's just this idea I, I suppose I'm saying it's a trend because I see it a lot this yeah. here's your permission slip or you know if you're looking for one I'm giving you your permission slip it, the wording and the thing is, I think when people give them out, they don't do it in a no, in like a. And here you go, mm. I'm offering this to you. They they do it to try and be helpful. Mm-hmm. But but for me, if I think about where the the permission slip originated, it was from a, maybe a child that was going on a school trip and they right. needed some kind of like parental figure to oh, to sure. sign off and say that yeah. like. Yeah they were allowed to be out of school right. legally to, to be accompanied by this other guardian um, to go there. I am a grown woman. I don't need <laughs> permission slips from anybody anymore. Um, mm-hmm. I can give myself permission. And I just think we need to get out of this. It's just unhelpful language um, mm. because then it's like, am I sitting, waiting for one? Am I grateful to receive it when I when I didn't when I do and if I'm grateful to receive it then why couldn't I just give myself that or even if I see somebody else giving themselves permission that's Mm -hmm. a beautiful thing and I can just instead of saying I accept this this permission slip or you've given me permission to do so because nobody gives you permission to do anything you can just say you've really just shone a light on something and right. now I can give myself permission to do yeah. X, Y, Z. Nobody's given you permission. And, and the thing is, if we, it's just, it's the wording for me, because if yeah. you talk yeah. about somebody giving you permission and you are waiting to receive, and what are we waiting for? Right. I don't, right. from who? 
from somebody yeah. who we think is doing life better than us or is more grown up, more responsible than it, it automatically puts you on the back foot and it yeah. automatically yeah. Sit, sits you there with your hands out waiting to receive <laughs> from someone. No, no, yeah. I don't no. agree. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I am with you. I'm with you. And it's, it's all right. This is weird or meta. I think that's the term. I don't know. But you, so I've always felt weird about the saying. Mm-hmm permission slips I'm giving you a permission slip it's just been a bit of a like pit in my stomach didn't know what it was didn't know why I felt like that way I might have even tried to use the phrase and thought no it doesn't fit right Mm. and then when I heard you talk about it it gave me permission to feel why (laughs) I was feeling weird about it it did not give me permission it just brought to your consciousness thoughts and feelings that were already there (laughs) yes yes absolutely but god it's so this like plays out into so much of like I think how we behave and how we do or don't do things and perhaps how we follow what other people do and it's this idea that kind of they've done something I can do that too like and some but sometimes I think that can be taken in unhelpful places for ourselves so you know we might find ourselves almost doing something because we feel a bit like oh okay I I can try that I can do that too because that person's done that but again it's that not checking in with yourself to just because I've been given quote-unquote given permission to do something Mm -hmm. is that thing right for me and that's the that's the question it's um it's bringing it full circle because it's Mm. it's great to like what's the phrase it's something like um if you can see it then you can be it for the war, right, something okay. like that and I mean it's good to be to have examples of things in the world um and to be like oh that that is a thing I I, I can be that but then also to ask yourself I can be that I could do that but do I want to mm-hmm. <laughs> do, do I do I want to do I do I want to be and do that um I think it is bringing it full circle to always ask yourself if it's something you actually want anyway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And another circle is this kind of going back to this idea of of the life you put on hold and that I think it can get to the point where there are so many things in that kind of file, in that life that actually Mm. don't align to you anymore and that, you know hang on and they they're weighty and it's like yes and you can then maybe one day dare to take something out of that file and it doesn't fit right and then you think it's kind of like the same feeling of am I back here again and it's all it could even be like I've kept this in that drawer or I've kept holding on to this thing for so long and I don't even want it (laughs) yeah 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 but I didn't let go of it I kept hold of it almost like a just just in case just in case I do want it (laughs) right yeah 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 because you grow like I think in that in that period where you're not where you're not living the life and you're not doing the things there is a lot of growth to be had and it's like the getting ready like I feel I've written recently about how I've spent eight years getting ready for the past two years like you know Mm. (laughs) and it's like sometimes I look back and think what was I doing all of that time but actually I was building strength and 
digging deeper and ignoring actually a lot of what was coming up and it's just like you know things were coming up over and over and over again but I had to be ready Mm. yeah Uh, yeah I I 100% get that because I keep a lot of um well I've kept all of my journals since I was about 19 so going back quite some time and I've Mm -hmm. got a five-year journal that I'm working through at the moment and what's really interesting is I think I'm about three years into it you start to see like oh what you were thinking in 2018 or whatever and I've kept online journals where sometimes it will pop up and say in November 2017 you wrote this and it's really interesting a to see how much wisdom I actually had that I didn't realize was wisdom like I knew the things I wanted then but 2021 me has actioned a lot of them right um but I always had the feeling the like the gentle knowledge um and but but just because you had had the knowledge doesn't mean you had the experience or the the coping mechanisms or the the ways to, to deal with things and to put things into action um and so none of that time none of that time was was wasted really um it was you were becoming who you needed to be for like this moment right right (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely and this world we live in where it's kind of like when am I going to get to do that when will this finish you Mm -hmm. know this this idea that going back to that idea of practice like life is a practice and Mm you know it's not a a tick box exercise it's not uh there isn't really a beginning middle and an end in some sense it's like it's a continuum and if we can like embrace that like what will that bring you know yeah yeah I've been thinking lately about because I I think I'm as I was saying I'm really in a rebellious place Mm. and I'm saying no to everything (laughs) I'm I'm November (laughs) like it is it has been November for about two years if that's the case (laughs) um and I just feel like um I'm I'm embracing life not being a checklist because when I when I visualize a checklist right Mm -hmm it's these boxes and they're one under the other and it's uniform and it's boring just like a tick box on a to-do list and it's very narrow and it's very rigid and that's what makes me think of a lot of the things that we kind of just do or mark as the milestones the traditional milestones in life like it's you do this then you do that then you do that then you go here then you Mm -hmm. you know and it's so narrow and rigid and boring. And I keep thinking about these stupid little squares that are just like one after the other. And I'm just like, it's so boring. I mean, if we take one area where I'm like, no, I think of the career ladder as well. And just like yeah. the checklist, it's this narrow little thing with these rungs and you start at the bottom and you go up. And I'm just like, I don't want to live my life horror like not horizontally vertically like this life is like you say it's expansive it's it's like I'm literally no one can see me but I'm (laughs) spreading my hands out because I want breadth I don't want like and for me if I'm going to live by my senses by what I want by what I believe to be true for me without self-doubt I need to live outward not just in these stupid little squares (laughs) yes (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, absolutely. And this is like completely ridiculous, but actually, Trello, I'm... <laughs> boards off of boards off of boards off of boards and that's kind of like what and Mm. boards being lists I suppose that's I think maybe why I got to grips with it because I was like oh I can I can still organize things and I because I'm quite like I feel I'm quite an organized person I can still make them so that and actually I think I organize more out of trying to get a million and one things going around in my head just a bit Mm. more manageable Mm. and but I can still be expansive and I can still have it everywhere but it can also have its place and I like that I like that too because as much as I say that I mean I spent eight years as a PA and I love a list I involve lists in my journaling all the time yeah but I like I, I I you know as much as I'm organized I also have like 17 tabs open at any one time um and it's it is that kind of organized mess kind of thing. That's how yes. my my mind operates, and I like the the freedom of the mess, but then it's also kind of still <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In its in its areas, and it has its place. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. I love that. Um, we are coming to towards the end, and one thing I mean, this is not one thing. This is a whole podcast episode in itself. But okay. <laughs> the idea of you said what do you do after the break and that whole idea of actually after not even it the learning the sometimes I think we're so involved in what things are telling us to do so take a break take a rest we forget Mm -hmm. to understand what they're teaching us how we move forward and what Mm. the after is Mm. and so I'd just love to talk talk a wee bit about that if we if we can the after is part of the continuum so it never necessarily Mm. feels like the continuum continuum which is why I think retrospect plays quite a big part in 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 life as well because you can only I I always remember my mum saying to me like you'll only while you're working like you're you're in it you'll only really see your career path in retrospect like as you mm-hmm. as you've done it and as you've walked it and I guess you could think about that for life as well mm-hmm. um I've had an interesting after period for now because I only started freelancing with Frank and Phil in February mm-hmm. and I got to the summer and I've I've been having a really tough time I ended a long-term relationship I left London I left two jobs um my dad wasn't well and and we were in a pandemic right I just just (laughs) yeah yeah, you know that thing too (laughs) and um I could just feel like I'd started doing these workshops and there was there was a lot of interest and I was like oh but I can't just take a break now I need to keep going but I need to keep building momentum Mm. because I'm new at this and I don't want to like for people to forget about me and what if when I come back nobody's interested and I was just like oh my gosh I just I need a break I can't I can't function right now I need Mm -hmm. a break and so a lot of my summer my summer was inspired by the word space and I thought it was just my summer that was going to be inspired by the word (laughs) but actually I've realized that is a it's an anchoring word for me to take forward into business and into life it was not just for the summer I'm not done with you yet (laughs) yeah yeah, because it got to September and I was like crap I thought I was just going to have a month but it's not enough I know I know it's not enough um 
And so, but in giving myself that space in the after and like continuing it, because I just, I just knew it was what I needed and just giving into the season that I was in, it feels like it's, it's birthed so much that I don't think would have happened if I'd have mm-hmm. just been like, no, no, it was just meant to be August. You carry yeah. on now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and so I don't know, like, what does after the rest look like? we each get to decide is I think it is I think the main thing I think Mm. that we each get to decide we get to decide the pace um it doesn't mean you have to go back to what was um I a lot of me doesn't even think that that's even an option for me now anymore to be honest um I yeah I just think it's a case that definitely we each get to we each get to decide and it's not this binary of rest or do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm finding that building space into my life is critical on almost a daily basis. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just, it's the new status quo for me now. So it maybe it almost feels like, not that I don't need long periods of rest, but I because I actively build rest and space into my week, I don't collapse come time yes. for auto, uh, annual leave you know <laughs> yeah 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 yes absolutely and it, so that yeah you've it's like that teaching is like this can't be a thing that I have to collapse into this has to be a part of me part of my every day apart from my every week this is yeah. a part of my life and not yeah. ignoring these super important <sighs> you know life isn't just work and eating and sleeping and you know oh and we'll just squeeze in the things that you know we need to squeeze in and no it needs to be yeah. I think that one of my most important learnings of the last 18 months is that I don't I it's not even I don't think I know that as humans we are not meant to live in the recesses of <laughs> of our time and of our space like we're not only meant to exist in the tiny little crevice um or in the two days of the weekend right. um if, you know we were talking about expansive and, and breadth we go through all of this stuff so and I think I'm at a point in my life where I'm just like I refuse to go back into the recesses the rebel mm. is, is out and she's like no 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 <laughs> no <laughs> We're, we're, we're not going back in that corner. No, thank you. Spent far too long in there. <laughs> yes. Oh, celebrate that and celebrate our rebels. And, oh, I would, I do know, I could talk to you for ages and I knew that would be the case. Um, thank mm-hmm. you so, so much, Sasha. It's been a pleasure. Um, and where, I always ask this, but where can people find you? Because they should. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> it's been lovely talking to you tonight. Um uh, you can find me at Frank and Feel, Frank, as in like the name, uh, and Feel, 
um, which doesn't really stand for anything. It was just the name of a fancy candle brand that I decided I wanted to make. And then until the words just came and took over and were like, candles what? No, love. Um, <laughs> and if anything, it stands for free li- feelings, frankly, because that's how I write. Um, so you can find me at Frankenfeel on Instagram. Um, you can listen to the podcast, which is This Is Your Reminder, which is Reminder with a H in it. Or you can find me at frankenfeel.com, which is my website amazing and you do send out some beautiful reminders into your inbox on I think I opened it was it a Sunday morning and I was like well that is a nice way to start a Sunday thank you very much (laughs) (laughs) oh thanks Sasha and we will catch up I know on Instagram soon thank you bye As you can probably tell from having listened to that episode, that conversation gave me all the feels. You can find all of Sasha's links in the show notes. And if you want to join the conversation of reframing your chronic illness on a more regular basis, and when this podcast is on season breaks, I'd love to welcome you to my newsletter. You can find the link in the show notes or by heading to alanaholloway.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market bringing on board the right kind of support can be the missing piece of the puzzle that so many of us don't realize we actually need what would you do if you had the most epic support squad by your side what would that unleash in you and what would it make possible for you in your life If you're wondering how to start figuring that out, if you've got no idea where to start, I've got the perfect thing for you. My quiz, are you more Michelle, Gaga or Mindy? And what would their support squad unleash in you is now live. You can find the link to it in the show notes and in the bio. Don't wait another moment.
Hop on over to the quiz to find out who you're channeling now.